Welcome to the Sherwin M. Podcast, a podcast about the adventures of being Filipino-American. I'm your host, Sherwin. Ooh, how's that tagline? <laughs> so, um, uh, this is episode 7, Bawal Umihe Dito, the P episode. <laughs> um, I was debating on whether I should do this episode or when I should do it. I was worried about the listeners thinking um, how this show may be. Um, the topic is, uh, I don't know, like maybe to some people they may find it disgusting or gross, but uh, I didn't want to make that impression, nor do I want to make this episode that way. Um, so I waited a few uh, episodes and um, decided I'm just going to do it because I have, I have like three stories about this. Um, so hopefully... Um, this will entertain you and just sh- share, I guess. I don't know. Hopefully you don't find it, um, disgusting or gross or offensive, but, <laughs> um, but before we get started, I, I just have a couple of updates to share. So in episode six, um, so it was a little different in terms of when I recorded it. Uh, normally I record late at night or early in the morning. Uh, but in episode six, I did it like in the afternoon. Um, and when I was listening back and doing my edits, um, I realized my microphone was so sensitive that it picked up um, traffic, uh, traffic, traffic sounds. And so I did my best to try to um, do some edits, but I'm still limited in my knowledge about that. So hopefully I did a pretty good job. Um, I do listen to uh, my podcast a few times after I do the edits, like in the car and stuff, and I I think I did a pretty good job. But if you listen to it through headphones, um, you may pick up a couple of those things, uh, especially if you have like keen hearing. So, but yeah, that's that's because like my quote unquote studio is uh we're in a corner, so <laughs> so it picks up a lot of traffic noise. Um, so I try to do it late at night or early in the morning like when traffic is not really there um but this episode i'm actually doing later in the morning around 8 a.m so hopefully it's not too bad so yesterday um abby's relatives from australia came to california to visit and so they spent a few days in disneyland and um had an extra day to spend some some time to do other things. So we picked them up and took them out. Um, They have a little daughter. Uh, She's really cute and awesome. And um, so my two boys um, were playing with her. And I was just looking at them and observing. And I'm like, wow, I think I was telling Abby, like, I think we need a girl because the boys are just calm. (laughs) So we were out. Abby's cousin's uh, daughter was somewhat like, you know, taking the lead with the boys and she would just sit down and just being ladylike. And and I'm like, wow, the boys aren't running around. This is awesome. I don't have to worry. <laughs> so I was like, I think we need a girl. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was fun. We, we took them out. Um, they wanted to go shopping. So we went to a mall and the outlets and stuff. And um, I didn't plan to, but I was kind of forced to. Um, we went to a shoe store and found um, 
I found on display some foam posits. Uh, one was the Royal, the Royal Foam Posit Ones. Uh, I think these are the this year's version or 2016 version. And I already had one from 2009, I believe, which I haven't worn because these are kind of, they have like historical meaning to me. So I don't want to wear them. Uh, but yeah, they keep re-releasing them and I've always missed them until 2009. I finally got a chance to get them, but I've never really worn them. So I wanted to get another pair so that I could wear. Um, next to it are the uh, Metallic Foam Posit Pros. And um, I was pretty much just ready to get them both. Uh, mind you that they're like, one was 225 and the other was like 250 So I was ready to drop 500 <laughs> And I told myself I'm not going to buy shoes anymore. Like I'm retired at this, man. But it's one of those like, um, hard to find shoes that if they have them in your size, I just, you know, become trapped again and, and just go for it. So, um, talk to the guy in there and like, Hey man, nine and a half, you know, long story short, he only had, uh, tens and nines, no nine and a half. Um, so tried them on. I, I think I had some phone posits in size 10, so they were okay. Um, but I only went for the metallic ones and didn't get the Royals. I uh, figured if, if they really had the nine and a half, I would have gotten both. So I just jumped on the metallics, came out the store, and Naffy just gave me that look like, man, not again. Are you kidding me? And, you know, I don't know. It's it's just one of those things. <laughs> I told you I'm a sneakerhead. Well, I'm a retired sneakerhead, but, man, it's just, oh, uh, my goodness. Yeah, that's 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 what happened. Darn it. Wasn't planning on that, but oh well. Uh, and so finally, uh, my last update. So I've been sharing that, um, you know, that our job as parents is to pretty much teach our kids like what we learned in our lives and just pass it on to them so that they can be. I mean, in my opinion, they, they should be a better person than you are. So but at the same time, let's also take the opportunity to learn from them. And so, um, it's like, I've always tried to prepare myself, um, whenever my kids ask me things. Um, but honestly, you, you really can't always be prepared. Uh, what I mean by that, um, is so here, so here's an example. So this, this past week, um, my, my son, uh, who's the oldest, he, he had spring break, so I decided to take most of the week off. Um, and so I, I tried to have him take a nap. And um, this, the, the oldest, doesn't really ta like taking naps. The, the youngest is already programmed to take naps. So when, when I try to have him take a nap, I usually have him like, just lie with me uh, in our bedroom. And um, I noticed... He had he had his hands in his like in his pants, and I'm like, "What are you doing?" And so he's like, "My hands are cold and it's warm down there." And so <laughs> I um uh yeah I I don't know I just kept quiet because I don't I don't know how to you know respond to that. So I mean, what what do you what do you say? I mean. Um, I mean, I, as guys, you know, like, yeah, yeah, it, it, it's, it gets warm there. I, I, I don't know. 
<laughs> so hopefully I don't gross you out with these stories, but um, but it's I just wanted to share it because it's it's just it's those things like it just makes me like really happy, um, being a dad, you know, like the the situations um that they put put me in, um, I mean so far have been you know something that I could laugh at and share. So hopefully in the future they don't, you know. But anyway, um, I just wanted to share that because, um, yeah, I I was speechless. I, I didn't know how to respond to that. So those are all the updates. Uh, no feedback this week. So I'm going to get into the uh, main, like, main topic. Uh, so this is episode 7, uh, Bawal Umihe Dito, the P episode. Um, I haven't really said much before unless you already know what this means. But um, Bawal Umihe Dito means, uh, Bawal means, um, B-A-W-A-L means um, you're not allowed. Umihe <laughs> uh, means P. Dito means here, like H-E-R-E, here, like location. So yeah, so the the translation to Bawal Umihe Dito is you are not allowed to pee here. Why am I doing this episode? It's like a common sign, I guess, sign in the Philippines. At least when, because um, I, I took a lot of trips back to the Philippines uh, since coming to America. And so I, I just try to observe, right? So there are plenty of like walls and yeah just walls uh throughout the city and primarily you'll see this uh just in the city like in manila just big cities right and you're like well why do they have these signs up i mean isn't it obvious you shouldn't be peeing here (laughs) you know i mean for one it's public it's like kind of indecent um and like just not sanitary or whatever and so but yeah, it's pretty much, um, at least in the 90s when I went back, uh, very common. Uh, I think the last time I went back home was like, I think 2013 maybe or 2012. I don't see the signs as much. And I don't know uh, uh, if if like, because I think in some areas they started putting like stalls. They It's just, and, and this is for, for men, uh, mind you. So uh, I don't think many women have this issue but it's the men the men have this issue and the boys right and so yes throughout the city you would see these signs um and and it's because there were problems of just men and kids that would just they had to pee and they they just did it like along the wall so there was this old joke um i believe it was in a movie and it was dolphy uh, he's a Filipino comedian, um, like one of my favorites, really awesome guy. Um, sadly, he, he passed away a few years ago. Um, and before he passed, I actually saw him and met him in uh, Makati. And we were in um, Global, I can't remember the actual name, like Market Market in Makati. And it was close to Christmas. It might have been Christmas Eve, maybe the, the 23rd of December. And we were just hanging out. And there was this restaurant out there with outdoor dining. And um, I just saw him. I just saw him with two other people. 
um, just having dinner. And I went to Abby's like, oh, my God, is that is that Dolphy? And she's like, yeah, I think so. I, I just kept inching closer and closer. And it's, sure enough, it was him. And I didn't want to bother him, but I just had to meet him. You know, it's one of those, just one of those things. Like, there's a legend right there, you know, in, in comedy, Filipino comedy, a legend. You know, he's right there. And um, I just didn't want to bother him. Uh, it was close to Christmas. He's probably having dinner with family. But I just, you know what? Screw this, man. I, this is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And so I just approached him. And I'm like, uh, and I just said Mr. Dolphy because I don't remember his last name or anything. That's what he goes by. He just has one name. Um, I'm like, oh, my goodness, you know, Merry Christmas. Uh, you know, so glad to meet you. You know, I'm sure when I'm a huge fan, shook his hand, didn't even let go as I was talking to him. And I just wanted to show him how, how much I appreciated um, all the entertainment throughout the years and um, it was just awesome. And I, I wanted to ask for a photo, but I think just shaking in his hand was enough. And just being able to tell him that how much I appreciated like all the, the years of entertainment and just thanking him. Um, and plus, I, I didn't want to disrupt his dinner and also bring attention to him because there were there were a lot of uh, people there. Um, and so I was uh, I try to be res respectful of his time. And um, but, yeah, that was so awesome. I think it was like a good minute just shaking his hand and just talking to him and he, really nice dude. But anyway, off to a tangent. But um, so, yeah, so so Dolphy is uh, this actor comedian. And um, I think there was this movie where there was a scene and he um he was like in America, I think. He he went to America. It was a, a movie about him coming to America. Um and so he was used to like peeing in public on the wall. And so he um he was in America and he had to go he had to go pee and there was no bathrooms, or at least he didn't know where bathrooms were. So he just went. He just went and um he peed, right? Uh, on the wall. <laughs> And so these these officers came and um were like, "Hey sir, what are you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, I got I got to go to the bathroom. I can't hold it." So, you know, I I'm doing it right here. And so, and I'm paraphrasing. I don't I don't remember the exact words, but and so the the police officers were like, "Well, you can't do that. That's against the law." And then Dolphy's like, "No, it's not against the law. It's against the wall." <laughs> Sorry. It's kind of corny, but man, it's it's pretty funny. It's pretty <laughs> So um so yeah, I I've always remembered um that that scene in the movie. Um so anyway, so like I mentioned before, I have three stories about this and yeah, um the Bawal Umihe Dito thing is pretty common in the city and hopefully it's it's improved, but my first story is um I I went to San Beda, the school, when I was in Philippines, um, this this school is like I think it's a private school. I, I'm sorry, I don't really know much because I was so young. I was so young. I think I was in first grade. I so I went to San Beda for a year or two before I migrated or immigrated to um, Chicago, and every morning we do. Um, like bayang magiliw, and so I had to look. I look. I had to look up 
uh, some information about this and learn some stuff. So I've always called it Bayang Magiliw, but it really isn't. That's not the name. It's Lupang Hinirang. So Lupang Hinirang is translated as the chosen land. And Lupang Hinirang is the national anthem of the Philippines. It was composed by Julian Felipe in 1898. And the lyrics were adopted from a Spanish poem called Filipinas, written by Jose Palma. It was translated into Tagalog in the 1940s and a version was adopted in 1956, which is the version we hear now, with some slight changes in the 1960s. And this is per Wikipedia. So anyway, um, in usually in schools in the Philippines, they, they do the national anthem every morning before school starts. So uh, as memory serves me... Um, one time we were outside doing the national anthem. I was telling the teacher, like, I, I, I have to go because, man, I can't hold it anymore. And so our uniforms were like khaki shorts and like a white shirt, like a white polo. And the teacher was just not having it. Like, no, we got to stand here during the national anthem and, you know, we got to, you know, be respectful and blah, blah, blah. So... I'm like, but I got to go. He's like, you know what? And I don't know if the teacher was messing around, but you know, if you got to go, go there. And I'm like, R really? So I did. I, I just, <laughs> I just went in my pants. Like, and so the teacher saw it and I don't know. So <laughs> my aunt, Tita Unching, shout out Tita Unching. And, um, she had to come from home and, um, she brought me another pair of shorts. I I just went. I, I don't know. I don't know how else to say it. I mean, I was in, I think I was in first grade. And, you know, I, I pretty much take things literally at that age. So uh, she said I could go. So I did. <laughs> so I went. But, um, but yeah, so that was the, the first story. And you're probably like, wow, how come this guy has three stories about being... Um, hopefully, I haven't lost many audience yet. I'm, I'm trying not to be disgusting. I'm just sharing stories, okay? So apologies if I have. Um, hopefully, these are entertaining to you guys. But to me, it just makes me smile as I think about it. Okay, so the next story, uh, my second story, <laughs> uh, happened in the second grade, okay? So in the second grade, I, I was now in Chicago. And um, I went to St. Jerome's, so... Shout out to my classmates back back then. I, I only remember one, and I'm friends with them on Facebook. So shout out to Eugene. What's up, man? And um, But yeah, St. Jerome's in Chicago. And so this was in second grade. Brand new. I'm just brand new in, in America, right? I'm, I was pretty much good with English. Um, English was taught uh, throughout the Philippines, so I was I was very comfortable talking in English. But but the version of English I learned, um, I guess you could say it's proper English. I I, I don't know. But but anyway, so uh, there was a time where I had I had to use the bathroom, right? So I asked the teacher, um, could I go to the restroom? You know. And I think I even mentioned, could I go to the comfort room? Um, and spoiler spoiler alert, uh, I may do an episode about comfort rooms 
or CR, right? Well, anyway, um, I had to like pause and I'm like, I don't think they know what that is. So I just said, could I go to the bathroom? And so she's like, okay. Uh, and I believe there was like a rule that we had to go in pairs. We had to go with partners or whatever. And so she asked if anyone else needed to go to the bathroom and another kid wanted to go, um, another boy. And so we went, we got our hall pass and we went. And so got into the bathroom and I was just like, okay, what are these things? <laughs> what I was looking at were um, the urinals, right? The ones that are against the wall. And women probably won't understand this because they, they probably haven't seen inside of a men's restroom. But men and boys, you know what I'm talking about, right? So I think this was like the first time I've seen a urinal because I'm only used to seeing uh, a toilet. And so I chose not to use the the urinal because I didn't know how, how it worked or whatever. And so I went into one of the stalls and just did my thing. Um, all of a sudden, uh, I look at the corner of my eye, looked up, and the kid that went to the bathroom with me started like climbing the wall and, and started peeking as I was like peeing. And I was like, dude, what? <laughs> as a second grader, I don't know how to react like that, man. I don't know how to react to that. So um, I ran back to class and told the teacher. And when I told the teacher, I was like, mom, mom, you know, because that's how we address uh, female like women, like older women who respect, but we're not really related to. Right. Um, who we we don't really call tita. It's just mom. Right, like mom or teacher. Teachers are usually that mom or a professor. Um, so for for women, we say mom. So mom, mom. Um, so and so was peeking as I was jingling. <laughs> okay, so so jingling. Okay, so it is English. It is English, but that's like our uh, in in Tagalog. It's like a slang slang English word. I guess, jingling. And she looked at me and was like, what is, what is jingling? I'm like, oh man. And like, I was thinking, oh, not my English again. And so, um, when I was, I think I used urinating or something. So I, I was, I was pretty advanced as, as you know, many other kids in the Philippines are because their education there, at least back then where I felt was, you know, a lot more advanced than anywhere else. Um, I actually tested out to, to be in the fourth grade when I got to America and, um, I didn't want to cause the kids in the second grade class that I was already in were already bigger than me. And when I saw the fourth grade, I was like, no, no, I'm just going to stay in the second grade. So anyway, um, yeah, so I used the term jingling, um, and she didn't understand what that was. And so I said, um, you know, like when I was urinating, you know, so-and-so peeked over the wall and was watching me. And I didn't know how to react. <laughs> so I just told the teacher. I don't remember anything else after that. It's been so long ago. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so that's the second story. Yeah. So jingling is not the Tagalog word, but uh, it is used often uh, for that. <laughs> 
So, so there's jingling and there's comfort room or CR for bathroom. And I'm planning to do an episode about that. Don't worry, it won't be disgusting either. I just have some stuff that I've observed. Okay, so that, so that was the second story. Now I got a third story. Um, when I was, I think I was in college, I took a trip back to the Philippines. I think it was like the late 90s, right? And so I hung out with my uncle, Tito Eric. Shout out to Tito Eric. Hopefully you don't mind me sharing this story. Um, Tito Eric is a few years older than me. So we were we were pretty close in age. I think we were like eight years apart, probably. Something like that. And so um, we hung out. We hung out together one night and we went bar hopping. And so there were like a lot of bars um, that had live music, live bands. It was awesome. You know, we just um, went in. There's like an entrance fee usually. And um, you had to drink a certain amount. And um, it's part of the cover charge. And we hung out, just, um, you know, drank and listened to, to live music and live bands. It was awesome. And um, so we, I think we jumped around like three bars as each set uh, closes, like there was a break and we didn't want to hang around and, and we wanted to check out different types of music. So we stayed out um, around, oh man, probably close to midnight. So the last bar and we left and I forgot to pee. And you know, I, I was, I've been drinking all night and I just had to go. Well, we couldn't go back to the bar because we would have to pay another entrance fee and like there is no exceptions, right? So as we um, walk towards the jeepney stop, which is one of the method of transportation, um, usually late at night, you don't want to take a cab or anything. So um, we were waiting for some jeepneys and and um, on the way to one of the stops, like I just couldn't hold it anymore. And so... I had to go, and then my, my uncle was like, you know what, just just go right there. I mean, it's it's late anyway, it's nighttime, you know, hardly anyone's on the street, whatever. And so I started going. Sure enough, just our luck. Um, I don't know if they were police officers. From my understanding, there's hardly any police officers after 7. So I don't know if that's just, you know, their schedule. But beyond that, there are these... Um, Barangay, like, uh, officials or something. So barangay is like um, a section or a block uh, of, like, a city or something. And so these people are kind of like the neighborhood watch. But, you know, they, they have some authority. And sure enough, as I was doing it, I believe, like, three three of them rolled up on us. And... um was like, hey, you're not supposed to do that. And I'm like, I was just pretty much, um, you know, intoxicated. So whatever, man, let me just let me just finish because I'm already I'm already doing it. Um, so <laughs> so he waited and then my uncle was just like, dang it. So um, so I finished and he they were like, OK, you need to come with us. And so they um, they took us to this like vehicle and we were riding and my uncle was like, I could just sense him feel, being stressed, like, what am I going to tell your dad? And, you know, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm just I'm just relaxed because I, I was drunk. 
and you know i just want to i just want to sleep i don't care where <laughs> and um so so my uncle started thinking of a plan and um cuz he's like man we can't get arrested and you know this this and this and so he asked like how much money i had left i think i had like 200 pesos that was a roughly like 40 dollars and so my uncle like devised this like thing a plan or whatever and he was like sir sir you know baka pwede natin pag-usapan ito i had to say that slow cuz i'm not good with tagalog anymore but so that meant um you know maybe maybe we could talk this out so i'm sure we could have gotten away with it cuz we weren't read our rights or anything they just picked us up but anyway we didn't want to waste our time um so he was like hey maybe we could talk this out or whatever and the guy wouldn't hear it like he just ignored us and so he just kept thinking and he's like you know he was saying um mukhang mukhang di pa kayo nagkakape so that means like looks like you guys haven't had coffee yet you know it's late at night so he pulled out the 200 and just said um uh what did he say he said something like maybe you could put this on your coffee fund you know like here you go i i know you guys are planning to have coffee just just go ahead and add this to whatever um coffee you're going to be drinking and so i was like listening and and the way he said it it's like it's nothing illegal you're not bribing them you're just pretty much just saying um you know hey if you guys are going to plan on having coffee anyway you might as well just add this to the you know to your to your coffee like he didn't say if you let us go um you know we're going to do this right so so it was pretty smooth um and you know and and they pulled over they pulled over and just dropped dropped us off it's like all right don't don't do that again okay you know because <laughs> because I, I think my uncle was also saying like you know this can't happen you know my my nephew's here from california and his, he has a flight tomorrow he can't miss that flight he's about to leave so this can't happen so just you know it looks like you haven't had coffee and um go ahead and just add this to whatever coffee you guys are gonna gonna have that's it and they they dropped us off at some corner we don't even know and found a jeep and and just went home but but yeah that was uh that was it (laughs) so it was pretty much similar to that dolphy story in the movie where um although i knew that it was wrong i just had to go i just had to go and it just so happens that um there were like barangay patrols in that area and yeah and they got they got us well they got me and so they they took my uncle anyway because i was with him or he was with me and um so that was it that that, (laughs) so that was it so if if you're still listening thank you and i i don't think it was pretty bad right i hope you guys were entertained by those stories um, but yeah, there are signs throughout Manila and other cities um, that you shouldn't be, you know, doing your thing in public. Um, yeah, it, it does sound weird, but um, it has to be there because people do do that. And um, as I mentioned before, I believe they started putting up like stalls. They're just like walls, four walls that that um, guys could go in and there's like a drain um, on the bottom and and you just you just do it you just do it if you had to go also i think what it is too i mean there's there's so many homeless people so many people in poverty and 
um, th the lack of accessibility to public restrooms um, is also a problem. So that's why they, people just go. People just go where they, you know, try try to just be away from people and they just go. And, you know, uh, when nature calls, you know, sometimes you just you just can't ignore it. <laughs> so. So, yeah, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Bawal umihe dito. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Please um, check out the show notes, um, podcast.sherwinm.com slash seven. I also have a Facebook page, Sherwin M Podcast. You could pretty much find me anywhere at W1N78. Don't forget to subscribe with your favorite podcatcher. Um, and if you do use iTunes, please like log in, you know, subscribe and also rate my show. Uh, it would be pretty awesome. And let me know how I'm doing, you know. So that pretty much is about it. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next time.